0: A two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High On Film! Tonight, we've got Heather Noelle Aldridge and Eyes Wide Shut. Was it the second password? Is that what gave me away? On this week's Masked Episode. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High On Film Sobering Talk About Movies. Episode 236, and wouldn't you know it, it's Valentine's Day. So, as is a tradition, we're going to do a weird offshoot of any sort of romance. Well, we've done Only Lovers Left Alive, the Jim Jarmusch uh, suicide vampire movie. Uh, We've done Splash, a Tom Cruise rom com. Tom Cruise. Nope. uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Tom Hanks. (laughs) I'm thinking Tom Cruise because it's Tom Hanks out on the ocean.
1: Okay. Good excuse. Yeah. And was there any others? I can't remember should have looked this up before we started the show. That would have been the professional way to
0: do this. Who needs research? It's episode 236. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Welcome to the show. We choose guests. They choose movies. And here we are with the final film of Stanley Kubrick, if you don't count A.I., the half he did. Uh, 1999, written by Stanley Kubrick uh, and Frederick Raphael for the screenplay. uh, Inspired by the novel uh, by Arthur Schnitzler. Great name.
2: Hell yeah. of a name. Hell of a name. <laughs> Hell of
0: a name. Schnitzler. A lot of good consonants in that one. Uh, what else do I got to say? This is another Nicole Kidman film. We just did it one. the title of the movie? I did. Eyes <laughs> Wide Shut. Okay. Okay. I said Eyes Wide Shut in right. 1999. All right. Jesus. All right, never mind. Nicole Kidman film, yeah, we've done one. Stoker a few weeks ago. I was going to make a bigger deal about it. But <laughs> the man right to my left is here as well. He is here as he is every week. He is the co-host from The Couch, The Walking Kevin Bacon Game, and the Brad Davis that God gave us. The co-host of High On Film and my own personal friend, Brad Davis.
1: Yeah. Hello. How we doing?
0: Doing well, Brad. How are you? Happy Valentine's Happy
1: Day. Happy Valentine's Day, buddy.
0: Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, you can't think of any other Valentine's Day movies. I, that we've done on yeah. the show? That seems I'm, about right. I don't think we started doing Valentine's Day until later least on. the second
1: season, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that might be
2: it.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Well. Call in. Let what us do you know. call in? <laughs> uh, Romance
2: isn't important to you guys?
0: No. Well, listen. We choose guests. They choose the movies. Uh, okay, I've wanted not. to do some straight out romances, but nobody's <laughs> chosen them. We get people who choose things like Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> uh, Brad. Yes. This is only our second Kubrick on the show? Strange Love?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. That was the only one. Mm, that's Boy, a shame. That is a shame. Yeah, there's a lot of movies and what, only so many episodes. One of
0: my favorites. I, I or uh, the director, I should say. Um, have you
1: seen this film before? I have once, like probably within the first year it was out, and I was in, I guess, high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah. So I share a similar experience here. I didn't remember it all that well. I remember, certainly remembered certain parts of it, um, and I remember not liking it. <laughs> what certain parts, Brett? <laughs> <Yeah>, a <couple laughs> here, there. <laughs>
0: What oh, certain yeah. parts of Eyes by Shut, are more vivid in your memory? <laughs> so
1: he goes into this apartment at one point, uh, uh-huh. or his Today. house. That, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um But I certainly didn't have a high opinion of it the first time I saw it. Though I certainly didn't under, I didn't have as a critical of an eye. Sure. I think I don't. I didn't pay attention to movies that way at the time. So certainly on this viewing, I, uh, I like it a whole lot more.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. I mean, I this first the first viewing I had in oh ninth or tenth grade uh, did not really get its hooks into me uh, anywhere near what I, I believe any Stanley Kubrick film eventually did.
1: Well, especially to also a movie about relationships. Oh, I, that's where what what I was no, Especially we have <laughs> no knowledge of that. when We're fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Or no beneficial knowledge. Right.
0: Right. right exactly. This is no longer medieval times. No. No. Um, but yeah. Uh, this time through, it was uh, an enlightening film to me. I, it's Being Stanley Kubrick's last, too, I'm glad I finally sat down and revisited it. So, uh, Let's set that aside for a second, just for one second, because we we'll have, have to get to our guest. Okay. The person who chose Eyes Wide Shut for us to watch Don't today. <laughs> Heather yeah. Noelle Aldridge. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, of course. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Why? What what uh, You think romance, compelling you? you
2: think Valentine's Day, you think VD, basically. VD! Uh, yeah, actually. Happy VD! There is a uh,
0: B plot of this film yes. that features uh, the most notorious of VD. Mm-hmm. HIV.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever said it that way. Yeah. Ever. Well, you know,
0: we try to bring a little lightness to the show. There
1: you go,
2: originality. Yeah. But uh, why? I, I why take you—you
0: you, you, you like this film I uh, love to it. some degree. Yes,
2: it's a litmus test for me uh, with friends and new people. It's uh, nobody's impartial to this movie. It seems like everyone's impassioned one way or the other. So to me, if depending on where you you know you land, I'll know if we're gonna have you know decent conversations <laughs> or not. Okay. Um, and so far, it's uh, it's worked. So except for this guy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I do like this movie very much. I'll call
2: it Eyes Wide Shirt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Eyes Wide Shirt? (laughs) Yep. That's a good. That's
2: what I say. That's
1: what I say a lot at work. Uh, It's taken on a life of its own.
0: (laughs) I like that. Um, Are you a Stanley Kubrick fan in general?
2: I am, am for sure.
0: And this is your favorite, or?
2: Of his, absolutely. Mm. Definitely. the shining, I, I do. I mean, how can you not love the shining?
0: Yeah, oh, we definitely did Shining.
1: It was our third Kubrick. Oh, shit, that's right, we're great at our job. In
2: fact, in fact, some compare the two main characters as very similar as to why Kubrick might have chosen
0: Jack Torrance and uh, uh, Bill, Bill yeah. last name uh, uh,
2: Harper? Harper, Harper,
0: yes, Bill Harper, Dr. Bill
2: or Harding, Bill Harding. Hartford. Hartford Hartford, there we go yeah. there we Connecticut go.
0: yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, I was born in Connecticut
2: oh really? yeah well, all my relatives are from Connecticut
0: ah, lovely yeah. I really don't remember it
2: do you remember which part? Bridgeport New Haven and, and uh, Derby and Ansonia
0: oh, okay
2: that's, that's my bloodline
0: there you go <laughs> nice New England well, Heather we do a, th- a weekly segment called yeah. Trash Star Destroy on this uh-huh. show we give you three movies of a similar ilk uh, we ask you to trash one, which means it's never existed.
2: Okay.
0: You get the star in a second one of these choices, in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the third one then must be destroyed, which means that the only version of that film that has ever been created has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Pearl
1: Harbor fame. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our sentiments exactly. Yes. <laughs>
2: that's why
1: you. That's why it's destroying
2: it. Yeah.
0: So uh, if you're ready, this is a nice little litmus test of our sure. own, if Uh-oh. you will.
2: hope I pass. Yeah,
0: that's the first time I've called a litmus test. Okay. It's usually a movie barometer. All right. There's no bad. It's just how, you know, how you feel yeah. about things. Huh. So let's do Eyes Wide Shut famously uh, brought Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman uh, to a very tumultuous part of their relationship because yeah. of the way Kubrick directs. Uh, so let's do three movies where Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman... Co starred. Uh huh. Far and Away. Far and Away. <laughs> the movie we just watched, Eyes different Wide different. Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. And of course, Days of Thunder.
2: Ah, that's right. Never, um, seen, never seen
0: that. Yeah. Ah, have you seen Top Gun?
2: Yes.
0: Same thing, but same with race cars. It okay. seriously
2: is. It is
1: almost right. a. 218. It is <laughs> the exact same movie, except with race cars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: so, Days of Thunder, Far and Away, Eyes Wide Shut, Trash,
1: Star, Destroy. Brad, do you want to go first? Sure. It's actually funny that, because Far and Away is before Days of Thunder, or no? Is it after? Oh, that's a good question. It's but boy, before. It is before, because, yeah. boy, these, that, <laughs> Far and Away and Eyes Wide Shut are like the perfect antithesis yep. of one another. Because yep. it's like this perfectly romantic, ro- you know, uh, fairy tale almost. Just
2: running through the Fields. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then this movie. Wow, that's funny to think about. Uh, never was a big fan of Far and Away. Uh, so I guess I'll trash that. Okay. And I feel like Days of Thunder I'm not a fan of, really, either. And that plays very well into Michael Bay's hands. There'd be some more explosions, but the race car movie is right up Bay's alley. (laughs) For sure. And then that means I'm going to star in Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I guess... the ending. (laughs) (laughs) I guess i got to take the Tom Cruise role.
2: And okay. I'd, I'd
1: love to act with Tom Cruise in a movie, but I mean, it would be pretty awesome just act across working with Nicole Kidman's almost more interesting. Yeah, especially in this movie. Sidney Pollock. Yeah, uh, it's
0: a not not a bad uh, Tom Gibson? Scene Thomas
1: Gibson. <laughs> Thomas Gibson. Thomas <laughs> Gibson shows up. That's yeah. so true. Uh, but I think I think I got to take the cruise role. I guess yeah.
0: And that's it, yeah. And that's
1: it. <laughs> and that's it. I mm, I might regret that, but one way or another, I'd want to star a Eyes Wide show.
0: Heather.
2: Oh, man. What Watch are you going to do on. with this
0: trio of movies?
2: That's very... See, I'm gonna, if I repeat exactly what you say, that's not fun.
1: So oh, let's well. do...
2: I'm going to star and Far and Away and um, revert back to infanthood. <laughs> and um, oh, I'm going to have to trash Days of Thunder. Okay. And Michael Bay, Eyes Wide Shut. That'd be interesting. Mm, that ah. would be
1: very interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, the movie would take a hit in quality, for sure. But yeah. boy, oh boy. be
2: paced up. It would well, paced
1: up. <laughs> it would I was still
2: be going to say. It would it'd be short. It would be half. It would be
0: probably 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> it'd be two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, what role are you taking in Far and Away?
2: Oh, probably Nicole's. Nicole Kidman's? Uh,
0: yeah. You got to
2: yeah. It's
0: right there. Yeah,
2: Inverted feminism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um,
0: I mean, I think you're right with trashing Days of Thunder. I think I'm going to do that. Because uh, we have Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I don't need race car Top Gun, certainly. Uh, I, I guess I want to work with Kubrick. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to star in Eyes Wide Shut. Although I'm going to take... Uh, Nikki Nightingale's part, I think.
1: Ooh. Oh. That's All a good right. role for you actually.
0: Thanks, man. I can see you. Around. I could be the piano player who gives him uh, gives you Beat
1: Brad. <laughs> yeah, but
0: you don't see it.
2: And probably killed.
0: <laughs> probably. <Yeah. laughs> but you know, gotta write just go home position. to Seattle yeah. or whatever he says. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Brad. <laughs> you optimist.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: I am too, but I think he's dead. He's
1: gotta be dead. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that makes uh that makes uh, Michael Bay given his his old college try to, far and away, right. the Irish romance, which I'm sure will be, one way or the other, interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, More interesting. Yeah, more interesting. Uh, I, you know, I don't even know if I've seen Far and Away all the way through. It's because it's long. <laughs> yeah, I've seen parts of it, I know that for sure, because I know the Tom Cruise
2: mm-hmm.
0: Irish accent. Oh, yeah. It uh, so <laughs> yeah. goes in and out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That is really bad. Oh, all right, well. Put it on my to-watch list. Far and away. Two hours and
1: 20 minutes long.
0: Wow. It's
1: actually shorter than I thought.
0: Yeah. That's the same runtime as Michael Bay's Far and Away. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Let's do one more category of Trash Star Destroy. Of course, uh, Eyes Wide Shut, Tom Cruise, and Nicole Kidman. I think I already mentioned this. Real-life couple who are now divorced. In the past. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in the past. So let's do three movies where there were couples who are now no longer together. We'll do David Fincher's Seven. Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. We'll do uh, Wes Craven's *Scream*. Uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Right. Cox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think that's how they do. Cox Arquette. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. There it is.
0: And *Zoolander*. Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor. Oh, they're no longer together. They just divorced like I last year. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Yeah.
2: I was bummed out too.
0: Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, right. Marsha. <laughs> I know. Seven Scream Zoolander, real-life couples on film, no longer together, Trash Star Destroy, Brad Davis.
1: (laughs) Boy, I really love all these movies. This is tough. Uh, Seven Scream Zoolander. I guess I want to start in seven. Uh, Interesting. And I'll take the Spacey role now just to get him out of that movie. Not a bad not a bad idea. And then you get to work with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Yeah. And You get to do
0: a tenth of the work and be as recognized as the other three leads of that film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you get to be in the awesome scene at the end. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that. Get Spacey out of there. Let's delete right. him from all the movies. Alright.
0: You're you're Mr. Seven or whatever his name is.
1: Mr. Seven, that's <laughs> yeah. me. Uh what is it? Scream and what was the other one? Zoolander. Zoolander. I guess. I feel like it's maybe more important to still have Scream. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: guess. Oh, the lows we've sunk. It's low. We're we're low. The
0: fact that you just postulate that that's maybe an idea. I guess. Well. I love Zoolander, but. I do. Come on. Scream is a more important
1: move. So I guess I'm going to give Scream to Michael Bay. And then I will trash Zoolander.
0: Okay. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Michael Bay's Scream really preserves it, you know? I don't think that makes it as, a, as much of a landmark horror film as it is. It doesn't,
1: but I think that's the next best fate.
2: All right. The price you pay.
1: Yeah.
2: I already took my choices. So instead, I'm going to have to say Michael Bay's Zoolander. Oh, i got to see this. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. Like him on crack on the runway. I'm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Um, what am I am going to place myself in? What am I... Like? Okay, it's, uh, uh. You have Scream seven and scream. Seven. Going into Scream, and I'll play Cox. Oh, all
0: right. It's <laughs> a good role. Yeah. It is. And you get <laughs> yeah. to be alive for all three Right, uh, yeah. Nothing movies. happens to me. Yeah, you yeah. just booked yourself the rest of the there franchise. There regular. So And no more Seven.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, That's all right. You know, I appreciate it, but it wasn't my favorite movie. I know everyone raves over it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of love for that. But, you know, one less uh, Kevin Spacey movie in the world. Not not so right. bad. Yeah.
2: If I hear one more "What's in the box?" joke, like, <laughs> no. I've reached my limit.
0: That's fair. It's, it's, I like it, but that's fair. It's been very overdone. That is, it is. so true. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a let's declare it over. Yeah, no more Done. "What's in the box?" We know what's in the box. Okay. It's a head. <laughs> it's to <Quentin> Paltrow's head. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just t- It's over. It's over. We're not going to say it anymore. No one's going to say it anymore. You've declared it. Over. Yeah. Okay. Well, Heather kind of did. Right. was <laughs> kind of going yes. along with yeah. it. Making it official. Putting the, you know, the... Um, Mail in the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seconded. Motion carried. Ah. Uh-huh. You know. I am going to be in Scream. I think that's the way to go. I'm going to take... Oh, what's his face name? Fontaine. Um, <laughs> no, no. I like Henry Winkler. Not... Not... One of the... Spoiler alert. Killers. Oh. The main guy? Skeet Ulrich. Oh, you're going to get the Skeet Ulrich role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other one is... Matthew Lillard? Yeah, not Matthew Lillard. Skeet Ulrich. I'm going to take his role.
2: All
0: right. I can see that. Thanks, man. No problem. I can see you as a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Um, Because I was thinking about doing the Spacey role in Seven, like you. But I think I'd rather be in Scream. Um, You know, be devious. It's fun. Gets be crazy at the end. Russ Craven, not bad. I'm going to trash Seven, and Heather, you're right on point. Michael Bay Zoolander? Yeah! A, like, serious action movie about male models and being spies. The world
2: needs. Yes. I'm
0: down. I'm in. <laughs> count me in, guys. And while you count me in, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with more Eyes Wide Shut, more High on Film, more, there, more, there, more <laughs> Heather Noel Aldridge right after this. <laughs> And we're back, high on film, talking eyes wide shut today for Valentine's Day.
2: Oh. It fits. It fits.
1: <laughs> eyes wide shut for Valentine's Day. It fits. <laughs> that should have been a new marketing campaign. It's slogan. That oh, yeah. is, yeah. That's how you
0: re-market this movie on Amazon Prime or Netflix, you know. <laughs> Valentine's Day movies. Put it up there. Guys, if you've never seen this movie, you should maybe pause the podcast Take two hours and 40 minutes out of your life, watch Eyes Wide Shut, and come back to us. If you really care about the movie, because otherwise, we're stepping foot in a spoiler country. (laughs) It's time for the Summary Game. It's the first official game of the podcast that's worth a damn. That's zero to two points for each one of us around the podcast table today. Uh, As you score, please feel free to use decimals. Uh, should you feel the need to refine your scoring, <laughs> as we each give a summary of Eyes Wide Shut in a know thousand. Doing it? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. We all play. We all play. It's an all play. Uh, we're each going to give the best summary we can of Eyes Wide Shut in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. So, a 159 minute movie. Allows us each 15.9 seconds, almost 16 seconds,
1: <laughs> oh, great.
0: to get out the most no complete pressure. summary that oh, you yeah. can.
1: Let's pressurize part of the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, zero to two points, so, you know, the least weighted of all three games of the podcast. So, you know, pressure is low, despite a ticking clock in front of your face. <laughs> now, of course, during our break, we had our patented coin cost coin toss, where we tossed a three-sided coin into the air. Brad, you called it. It came up, Ted's, it and that's what it was, that's, that's what you said. That totally happened and it totally was. <laughs> We're so over the ruse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this a while. You go in first, second or third, Brad. I'm gonna let you go first. Oh actually, boy. Alright, I feel pretty confident about this. Wow. I think sixteen seconds is more than enough time to summarize what happens in this film.
1: Okay. Alright. <clears> Hold <throat> well, on, we have some famous of water. last words. <laughs> Because I am nervous about this It's
0: one. true. Although I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. All right. Ready, sir? Yeah. 15.9, you said, right? Yes. All right. In three, two, one. Uh, a doctor and a art uh, culture manager, um,
0: re- she reveals that she once wanted to cheat on him, uh, but she didn't. He goes into a spiral craziness, uh, goes to a crazy sex party where they threaten to kill him. They kill a prostitute, and then he confesses to his wife, and it makes them stronger?
1: Time. <laughs> oh wow that, that was good. pretty good art culture manager yeah yeah, yes. yeah. i couldn't get out the
2: words, <laughs> Three words.
1: art culture manager <laughs> yeah yeah that's what that hey. is curator I curator think. is yeah.
0: exactly the word i could have used that's <laughs> what i was trying to get to no that's i i know but it was still
2: under rising. the gun it's yeah. tough yeah it's tough heather i'm nervous i oh, don't know i can't i can't do it
0: you can do it have yeah. faith in yourself you can do this. 15.9 seconds. Am
2: I up next? You're up next. Yes.
0: That's, why, that's why we're talking that's to what you. you.
2: Okay. <laughs> I thought you are just like, that's right. We have a guess. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: okay. All right. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. You can turn away from the clock if you don't want the pressure. Uh, or I'll just, you know, whatever. But here you go. In three, two, one.
2: Married couple uh, has some trouble and the wife reveals secret fantasy life in which she didn't cheat on him but almost did and then he goes to a jealous spiral and then he goes to a sex party and um, gets in trouble and Fidelio.
1: (laughs) Yeah! Yeah. yeah. That was quite good. Yeah, that was very good.
0: (laughs) And you fit in the the word of the day. Yeah. Your safe word. Yeah. (laughs) The safe word of the podcast, Fidelio.
1: Fidelio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) okay brad all right are you ready oh okay come on after hearing two summers no no i know i know it's just uh 16 seconds like you have more time than you think but then all of a sudden you take you go slower those last like six or
0: seven seconds go really quick
1: okay ready yes three two one a doctor and his wife are having marriage troubles after a long conversation leads them to discuss uh, her fantasies and his actually being able to trust her and then he goes out into the night and goes to a sex party and uh, helps uh, and meets a prostitute and also uh, goes time. Uh, so, yeah See? It's exactly That's, what happened. That was hard. I tried to go into more detail and because <laughs> yeah. of that I ran out of time and that was not great. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it goes to uh, his friend's widow, where she kisses him, goes to a prostitute, who we find out later has
2: AIDS. It was her father. Was, he was her daughter. The one who died. Yes. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, daughter, right. Yes. Daughter, daughter.
0: Daughter. Correct. And then to his buddy's bar, then to the costume shop, then to the sex party.
2: It's a long night.
1: <laughs> it's a real long it's, night. It's crazy that... Doctors
2: it, keep crazy hours. <laughs> <you know? laughs> On call. Uh,
1: yeah, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta be up all night, <laughs> going through crazy shit around the city. Yeah. Um. Th-
0: does he go anywhere after the sex party?
2: After the sex party, I think he goes home after that. He goes home. He goes home. That's the first night. The second yeah. night, he goes to his office really late at night when nobody's there. Stresses right. over it.
1: Yeah.
0: Then goes to return the costume.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then goes back oh. to the. The, the mansion. House. Oh, and oh, yeah. the Go hooker's the house. house. And the... Hospital. Hospital. All right. Jeez.
0: Man. This is where the two hours and 40 minutes comes in. Well, We're I mean, a yeah. thousand places now.
1: It's... Yeah. That is a lot of interaction. Yeah.
0: We didn't even mention going to the lavish uh, doctor party at the beginning. Right. All right, guys. Uh, it's time for our second game. It's called First Impressions. We're each going to give a line to the person sitting to our right for them to impersonate to the best of their ability. The caveat being, it has to be from Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) For zero to three points this time. So a little more heavily weighted than your last game. Uh, And from there, let's see. I went first, so Heather, you're going to get to go first. Okay. And give Brad any line you'd like to hear him impersonate. Yes.
2: This is our Hungarian gentleman Mm. who says... Don't you think one of the charms of marriage is that it makes deception a necessity for both parties?
1: I mean it could basically be the entire theme of this but, movie. There we go. Yeah. It's,
2: it's the yeah, it's the bullet points. Yeah. It's a lot of one.
1: <laughs> Here it is.
2: Don't you think one of the charms of marriage is that it makes deception a necessity for both parties? <laughs> Did I mention I'm a Hungarian?
0: You did not. Yeah. yeah. Chris I'm safe. How do you feel about the portrayal of Hungarians in this film?
2: Pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah?
0: Is that a common thing to pick up somebody by drinking their drink?
2: Uh, no, no, not, not, obviously that's bad manners. Bad <laughs> etiquette. <Yeah. can. Yeah.
0: laughs> that's <laughs> the weirdest thing in this movie, in a <laughs> movie full of crazy yeah. orgies.
2: But they're known for their uh, sexual prowess. Ah. Oh. Mm. Especially the men, like, you know, the, not especially the men, well, everything's especially the men but <laughs> mm, you know in yeah. that so you know true. the culture like very strong sense of charm and oh. go after what they want
0: yeah there you go all right. all right brad uh this is sky dumont uh playing sandor zavost okay so what's mm-hmm. your sky dumont impression brad
1: all right <clears throat> oh, i'm sorry all right <laughs> don't you think one of the charms of marriage is that it makes deception a necessity for both parties. It's <laughs> not terrible. It's not? It was good. Yeah, it's yeah. not terrible. It was It was maybe a little British. It was a little yeah, British. Yeah, it Definitely, was, as soon as I started, was I was like, this in is in British.
0: You sold it for me, though.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. You're getting a decent score from that
1: man. And I the, the
2: timber. It was, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Brad. Yes. Do you have a line for me? I do. Uh, so this is a Tom Cruise line. Uh, Tommy. Tommy C. Uh, it is in the bedroom scene, which I we will definitely be talking about uh, shortly here. But uh, it is in the scene, him and Nicole Kidman uh, smoke a joint. And... Uh, Him and Nicole are starting to get a little, uh, get into a little bit of an argument.
0: Bill and Alice! (laughs)
1: Uh, My apologies. Uh, get into a little debate, and he claims that, uh, the pot is the reason for it in this, uh, and the pot is making you aggressive. (laughs) It's just. Relax, Alice. This pot is making you aggressive. Oh! It's not the pot, it's you.
0: Ah, uh, one of the many known side effects of marijuana. <laughs>
1: Aggressiveness. It's very funny to me that Tom Cruise smokes pot in this movie. Isn't that weird? It is very weird. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine Tom Cruise has probably ever smoked actual pot in his life. Right.
0: Is it just because it was yeah. Kubrick? I don't know. He was like, I gotta yeah. be portrayed smoking weed for Kubrick. Or, He's Kubrick. not really smoking weed in this.
1: Well, no, obviously yeah. not but still
0: I just love uh, that. I wouldn't put it by Kubrick actually yeah, right. but I oh, I don't think Cruz would do it.
2: They slept in that bed the whole time they shot there. What? Seriously, I got some facts for you
0: <laughs> Well, go ahead and just, just litter spent. them throughout the podcast <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 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 that, they stayed in and, that apartment yeah,
2: and like they use like even like his pocket change, his normal I guess Tom Cruise puts his change on the side of the bed you know like most some guys do. And like they even left it there as part of the set. Like they slept in that. They picked out the curtains that they actually wanted because they were going to be staying there. And they made this replication of Kubrick and his wife. Is it Catherine? I
0: think so. Yeah. Um,
2: their actual apartment in New York. They replicated it in London, and that's an m- exact model of what of where they lived. And the reason why they never went to New York is because he's afraid of flying. Wow. He sent set designers and people out to New York to measure streets actual length. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And from, like, newsstands, you know, just, like, proximity, just everything to make it identical. But uh, biggest criticism is that it didn't look like New York. A lot of people, a lot of haters say it didn't.
0: It pulls it off for me. I think it
2: does okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the city isn't necessarily a character in this movie.
0: So. No, and he's not outside a lot, either. Right. He's more... Right. It's a very indoor movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the pot's aggressive.
0: This pot is making
2: you aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Best Tom Cruise. <clears throat> it's just relax, Alice.
1: This pot is making you aggressive. Okay. You started. Be- you started better than you finished. I guess. Oh, okay. You started better than you finished. Okay, fair. All right. At first, I was like, man, he's kind of getting that cruise, and then at the end, you kind of it, it slipped more into Shit. Chris Maxwell. But. A a nice effort, Okay, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh
2: Now, what's my line? Oh, Heather. Ah.
1: You know,
0: uh, Brad was right. We're going to talk about that bedroom scene again. Okay. And I have a line actually right before the pot makes her aggressive.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, She smokes this joint, I believe it's one of her first lines when she's still laying in... Nicole Kidman, Alice, is still laying in the bed, and she asks her husband, about these two yeah. models that she saw him flirting with at the party. Bingo. You got it. We're gonna listen to it, and then I'd like to hear you impersonate it.
1: Hmm. Tell me something. Those two girls at the party last night? (laughs) Did you, by any chance, happen
2: to fuck them? (laughs) What? Just by the way, like, take out the trash and by the way, you know... (laughs) Happened
0: to, yeah, yeah. It's like, did you happen to pick up the dry cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> so nonchalant, uh, yeah. And oh, uh, the way she draws it out is great,
2: yeah, it's excruciating, but it's good.
0: Well, it's a hard thing to bring up, yeah. Please try your All best.
2: All right, <sighs> tell me something, those two girls. At the party last night, <laughs> did you, by any chance, happen to fuck them?
0: All right. Yep. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really good. Pretty damn close. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Really, yeah, really
0: well done. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.
2: Yeah, that was great.
0: Well, you can set your scorecards to the side, guys. Uh, the games are over. We're now getting into a more of an open forum discussion that we like to call scene work. We're an optimistic podcast, if that's not readily apparent, and we like to start things off in an optimistic manner. Scene work's no different. do 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 Best Scene. If you had to choose one to be the best scene of Eyes Wide Shut, what's it going to be? Heather, Brad, who, who wants to go first here?
1: Feel free to start things off if you would like to, Heather. Mm. It's kind of no contest for me. Yeah, I mean I have like two scenes that I think are yeah. probably the best.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean de- like the the smoking pot scene, basically like in fact I really love the first part of this movie a lot. Like I feel like that's the gist of it right there and that mm-hmm. does the most mental work on your on the audience. Um, you know because it's not like the movie isn't really about nudity and like he's not using that at all or sex to even do anything but what he's using is one's own imagination and um, so to me it's like you know just this whole argument between Nicole and Tom sorry Alice and Bill (laughs) and and his insistence that women don't think like that you know it's like the most (laughs) sexist thing you could, one of the most sexist things you can say, and uh, assuming that she's good and pure and and well intentioned because she's female, and I'm very sure of you, you know, it's like she's a prize or a possession. And mm-hmm. to me, there's that's just amazing. The just the tense. She just was so involved in in the telling of it. She was in every single moment of it. And I, honest to God, feel um, in my research and my own opinions, like the way that he directed is that he was very, very method, and he put people, like I said, he they slept in those beds. He, um, the Navy officer scene that they shot took six days, and Tom Cruise was banned from the scene. He was banned. And it was using, and, and she was forbidden to discuss it with Tom at all. Like His
0: uh, imaginations you're talking about, that we see.
2: Uh, yeah. 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 The, the way they filmed that, it was took six days. He was banned from set. Um, and, Knowing his methods and methodology, I honestly think that he used real, a real fantasy, like asked them to go there and to, you know, and that's a real, I bet you that's a real example, you know? Yeah. The, the naval officer from their own life, they divorced shortly after this movie was released. So it's.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people kind of you know blamed Kubrick in this film for kind of driving yeah. a wedge between them. Uh, yeah. So... Personally, I think Scientology had something to do with it. Ah, um, might have. But yeah, Kubrick's known for maybe driving a little people.
2: Yeah. A little screwy. But I just love the the tense, just, the, just yeah. The under, underscore and undercurrent of what's happening in his head at the same time and the way that she is saying it. And she's cruel and honest and tender and all those gamut of emotions she just does so well. And oh, yeah. Well, he's... Yeah.
0: I mean, I agree with you. That bedroom scene is phenomenal. Yeah. I think it is the best. The way that it starts out and, and shows you how he views women as, you know, the Madonna or the whore. Mm. And then when she exposes that, yeah, she once thought, oh, I would leave you and our daughter yeah. in a second to just be with this guy. Like my, and my second
2: favorite line would be, if you men only knew. And just the way that she says it with, like, such scorn and just such, like, if you fucking had a fucking clue that I almost left your ass you know, just that, that sort of like, and just the cocksure of, of, you know, that he was feeling just melts because, mm-hmm. you know, I just, it's such a true, honest moment. Anyway, so I, a lot of, you know, marriage portrayals in movies, like, don't even talk about this at all. And so this is what I love about it. It's like, to me, this is, this is truth. Yeah. So, and. Uh, truth in
0: relationships.
2: Yeah. 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 And then you yeah, get to monogamy and all that fun stuff, but I digress.
0: Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm gonna piggybacking you here because this is, <laughs> I mean, it's my favorite scene of this film. And just the way the conversation evolves and the way she turns it back on him when she's like, um, oh, well, that guy who, the Hungarian man who you're dancing with just wanted to fuck you because all men want is sex. Yeah. And she's like, well, by then by that law, you, want- you wanted to have sex with those two models. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, well, no, I'm the exception. Yeah. And like, it's, it's so, it's, that, that, conversation is so well plotted yep. and feels so natural.
1: It's a long scene too. Oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. and that's what makes it so good.
0: Absolutely. As he kind of comes to terms with, with her not being what he thought she was in his own mind but mm-hmm. actually still being what he thought she was because she actually never cheated on him. That, and the colors are gorgeous. This like oh, yes. warm reds and yellows of this room and then the dark cool blues behind them right. through the windows and the and Kidman in that door frame is i mean the image from this movie just about
2: well, you'll notice um, that reds and blues are throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So it's, it's symbolism and opposites and. hot and cold. And you'll notice at the end he's wearing a blue coat and red shirt under, underneath, fusing the two colors. Oh. And he uses, basically, he uses red and blue and then the rainbow, the Christmas lights mm-hmm. strung out, is a rain, rainbow colors, the rainbow symbol, symbolism. And that everything just looks hazy because it's lit, lit by Christmas tree lights. Yeah, on it's all story. natural, right? It's desk lamps. Yeah, it's that's how it's lit, so it appears right. as if it's in a dream, like the original screenplay, the no. or the original was it a novel, not short story? I don't. Yeah, it was mm.
0: a novel. Yeah, I think it was a novel. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I just lo- I love that effect.
0: Yeah, it it looks like every Kubrick film looks gorgeous. Definitely. Yeah, Brad. Are, are you, you have a contentious pick? Are you agreeing here? What's your What's Did your I best steal
1: scene? Yours? Oh yeah, I mean whatever. We it, listen, That's the best scene in this movie. I mean, it is yeah. meticulously and uh, authentically drawn out throughout. Like this is such a beautifully arced uh, argument right. that. And I guess the only thing I'll add to it is, and Tom Cruise is very good in the scene too. Nicole Kidman is. Just good, great in everything. I, I mean, not that this is a newsflash, mm-hmm. but her in that scene in particular, her her build to the anger and then kind of pulling it all back when she's sitting up against the window and actually slows it all down. And what did you say? Cruel, the cruelty and the yeah. sin... It's like almost sinister, the way she's telling yeah. him this story. And she just makes a meal out of every line. Yeah. It is so well, well done.
0: pissed her off so much at this point. Just being so callous and not understanding his
1: partner at all well and I think Heather you might have said but like her building of going from like just like high and just like kind of flirty to angry and then almost like teasing him at one when she's like sitting on the chair she's almost like like teasing him and like yeah. making fun of him a little bit and laughs at him but then pulls it all back for this monologue about how she was yeah. like, like you said leave him would leave him and his daughter in a second uh, it's, man, that scene is something else. That scene is really something else.
2: That laugh is carried over later to the dream at the end. The same uh-huh, laughing, yeah, it is. ridicule. Oh, yes. <clears throat>
1: yeah. It's, which bothers
2: him so much in the first scene. Remember, he's like, oh, f- fucking giggling fit. Here we go again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like he doesn't like to be laughed at.
0: Yeah, it's true. A serious man. All right, guys. Well, if there's a best scene, yeah. do to do, do worst scene. Anything that bothers you about this movie? Anything you you feel doesn't quite fit? Any worse scenes in a Stanley Kubrick film?
1: Uh, boy, I mean, my our my complaint about this movie is just kind of the length, and that's I almost can't even find a good place to really pull things out. Um, as far as like what I would take out, but and I guess the other thing that bump for me is something we already brought up is the fact that he drinks her drink. <laughs> I was like that <laughs> the is Hungarian man. fucking absurd. But I
0: think that's mine. He's like, go, 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 yeah. finishes it. I mean, yeah. listen, you're I'm obviously quite sure everyone's
1: is. attracted to different people at different times, but I was surprised when she like just accepted the fact that he. Yeah. just, I guess at this place, these drinks are all free. Yeah. Yeah. You can get another drink very easily. And she's a little
0: toasted at that point too.
1: That's true. Yes, she's definitely drunk. But that's the thing. One of the things that stood out to me. I was like, I can't believe he just drank her drink. <laughs> yeah. That is a bold decision, sir. Yeah. yeah. But.
0: It's a big swing.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, I really didn't have any. Find any really bad scenes in this movie. I mean, there's certainly places where I would have trimmed, but. Aside from that, nothing really stands out.
0: Okay. Heather, what are you thinking here for one of your favorite movies? I
2: know. The only part that, that I bumped on it is the gaggle of, uh, of bros, frat boy bros, yelling fag and and exit, do not enter, sweetheart. And, you know, to me, like, I I can sort of rationalize why maybe he put that in to challenge the the trope that Tom Cruise is used to playing this, you know unfettered you know uber star. masculine yeah and and maybe to parallel some of the real life accusations like it, to get a performance mm-hmm. out of him it could be my the only thing that i you know but it didn't really add to the movie didn't take away he didn't really react to it so it wasn't like a he was more confused it's just more Is like that... you know what, i wait a second
1: i had that as worst scene too and actually It was like kind of between the two, and something we just said made me change my mind on it. When she laughs at him, and he like doesn't like being laughed at, and he gets very defensive. I think it's kind of maybe plays into that that. thing again to kind of show that. Yeah. yeah.
2: But using that, like using gay as a. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, because what, ego, it's weird. this is yeah. also, what, 99? Okay, before any of the, enlightenment like, happened.
1: I mean, we've yeah. certainly watched enough movies on this podcast where it's, like, these Up late 90s. Up to, like, 90s, 06, there's, like, yeah. rampant homophobia. Yeah, and, com, especially comedies, where it's, like, yeah. that's always part of the joke, is that, oh, you're gay, or you're, like, a girl in some way. And it's yeah. like, boy, that is kind of crazy that it wasn't even that long ago we were still doing that so gay yeah, yeah exactly
0: yeah. yeah exactly equating it to Lame. dumb or, yeah, or, or
1: being a weak
0: yeah uh, is that scene after he comes from the dead father's deathbed or before that
2: I think it's on a, on the way to the costume shop
1: or Ooh. no. So after I can't, the prostitute no, and Nicky It Day is earlier. Early on. I thought maybe it's right when he leaves the apartment after he gets the phone call. It's either there or after he So he goes leaves.
0: from Kidman to being harassed by these frat I don't know, bros. I think there's something
2: in between. I think yeah, I thought there was. Well, then would it be when yeah, he goes the, to the, the daughter. Yeah. The, the so he after leaves
0: that. the house, frat bros, and then he yeah. goes and picks up the prostitute.
2: Right.
1: Hmm. Which
2: is a weird... Well,
1: I mean, I guess you could argue that, like, his ego is destroyed by Kidman there. Yeah. Then he goes over to this house where this woman says she loves him, and now his ego... Gives him his chance
0: of getting his revenge, if that's what he... Yeah. I I assume his character's still thinking about it.
1: Well, and his ego's, like, then inflated again, because there's this woman saying that she loves him who barely even knows him. Right. And then maybe he goes back onto the street, and then these guys push him and you know, say terrible things to
2: him. Knock and him down. And so that's why he goes knock back down the again. Maybe. I feel like it could, we could have the movie without it, but and that's just my opinion. I totally
1: agree. Especially because we've already made the argument that we've kind of already had his ego so destroyed by Kidman. Right. You don't really yeah. need more of it. Yeah.
0: Um, I have two little things and they're more plot devices, really. One, I think if you're going to have a weird cultish sex party... You need to have a piano player you can trust, <laughs> not just one you're gonna freelance and blindfold. Like this is that's a dumb idea.
2: Some music. I yeah, know. exactly, oh, exactly.
0: Yeah. What CD players aren't around? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. A blindfold piano player is a dumb idea. Like, Orgy
2: station on
0: Pandora. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for the gym too. Yeah,
1: okay. come on. it's like eight bucks a month. Just, yeah. just pay it.
0: That and and what I'm actually going to really kind of use as the worst scene, because they should have just had something better for this, is when uh, Cindy Pollack needs a doctor for the girl who overdosed in his yeah. office at the big party that opens the... The, the bathroom. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: that opens the movie. Yeah. And all Dr. Tom Cruise oh. does is look what at is her it? mouth and go, hey, oh. hey, hey, wake up, wake up. And then she's fine.
2: I had the same issue, but it, there's a time cut. So there I mean,
0: is, but he's not shown because she starts for. coming too before the time cut, though. Okay. And then Doesn't he
2: still stay and hang out. He still stays. He does, stay
1: he does. There. He does. But, but
2: there's I, I no understand. medicine. Sure there's no. To. What there's a miracle no, worker!
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: Wake up. Yeah, Mandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it seems That's like a true. little bit of like water or, Smiling you know, salts. smelling salts would have been fine. Like, you don't really need a doctor for this. Yeah. But it introduces you to Sydney Pollock's character, kind of gets into this world. Or what, um, what uh, Alice says later, <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't think about these beautiful women when they're topless yeah. and you're taking care of them at the doctor's office. Yeah. You know, you get a taste of that already because this woman's just naked on this. Like and he's, overdosed. like, in a rush.
2: He's like, oh, he's so irritated.
1: Like, yeah, because he's you, not thinking can that. Can I get
2: her out of there? And yeah. She just, she's just a piece me. of meat.
1: It could also be a thing, too, where it's showing how Sidney Pollock's character doesn't do anything for himself. Like, he needs to call on Tom Cruise to even help him just wake somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Helpless. I mean, yeah. It's kind of what that... And maybe that's... I guess I don't really know how that pays off, end, or how that really defines Pollock's character too big. It's supposed but, to be one of the elite... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you always have the lower people below you always having to do come do, do everything you. for you, even right. just wake somebody up. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Could be. Yeah, and honestly, if he's part of this big sex cult, he and they can get rid of bodies so easily, what is he worried if this girl overdoses now? Doesn't he have the same resources to get rid of this body, too? Interesting. If they killed this prostitute and yeah. presumably
2: Nick Nightingale. Why is he bringing Tom in then? Why doesn't he bring someone else in?
1: Yeah, which also he's like, oh, Tom, why are you, yeah. So maybe like, he's
2: being recruited. Well, oh. Hmm.
0: Oh yeah. The password. There is no second password. Yeah. I saw that
2: coming. I know everyone way. did. <laughs> everyone did. You know
0: you gotta say trick question. There is no second password. And everyone's like, oh okay, all right. Well, you're you gotta, welcome to stay. You do have to
1: play those. Okay,
2: trivia on the password. So Fidelia obviously faithfulness, but it's also the what a Beethoven symph- It's a Beethoven symphony for an opera where yeah. Where the wife sacrifices herself so the husband can, he who's a political prisoner, can be released and live.
0: The wife sacrifices herself. Gives for her life for her husband.
2: Husband to win, who's a political to be prisoner. Released.
1: Yeah. And in this movie, she even says that she used to be an art curator. Right. And she's not anymore.
2: Ah, yeah. sacrifices for her husband. Mm. Well, she does say it would bust. So.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. But.
2: Yeah that's, I, yeah,
0: that's a nice little little parallel there. Interesting. Hmm. Alright, guys. Anything else to mention for... We're
1: That's all I have. It was harder to come up with than I thought.
0: Yeah. Well, there it is, guys. That's the theme song of the final game of the podcast. It's time for Milking It. Zero to five points for this game, the final game of the show, and easily the most heavily weighted. We're each going to draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas, of prequels, sequels, reboots, genres. On said card, it'll give you a new way to use anything you want. Any characters, thematics, plot lines, um, design elements, whatever you'd like to salvage from eyes wide shut. Uh, Repurpose, reduce, recycle, and make a brand new movie. A title and a quick summary. To put back out there and make a billion more dollars for the studio audio, uh, system. Here's the old Hollywood relic, the big box of Hollywood ideas. It's uh, a
2: fancy
0: container. It is, isn't it? Only the finest. <laughs> Brad, you want to choose first? All right. What do we got? What do we got? Get a sequel. All right. <laughs> Brad Davis's Eyes Wide Shut sequel. Something I've been dying <laughs> no. to hear for a long time. I'm gonna draw a card here. It's a revenge film. Oh, that's oh, actually kind of fitting. That <laughs> is pretty fitting. I like that. Heather, go ahead and draw a card. Right.
2: Costume drama.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's already shot in London, so you're halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. There's, there's a costumes?
2: costume? <laughs> yeah, there's a costume shop. It's already a There costume. is a
0: costume <laughs> shop. Oh, my God. How did I forget that already? We're going to take a quick break and be right back with three brand new films for your listening enjoyment right after This. And we're back, right in the middle of milking it for Eyes Wide Shut with Heather Noel Aldridge. Paula. Okay. No, no, please. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the listeners. Brad. Chris. Appropriately enough, after discussing Eyes Wide Shut, you're about to present us with the sequel.
1: You, I am. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so, we pick up uh, a little down the road. Alice is now back. Uh, at work, working, like, curating, uh, art collections for rich people in New York, the very upper-class wealthy. And, um, you kind of see her day-to-day, you kind of see her interacting still with, uh, Tom, and they're still, the relationship's still fractured, though she's much more in control now, kind of how the movie ends. Um, and they're kind of, they're working through things, uh, in therapy, so on and so forth, and she has a night where there is a spec special. Wow, that's great! <laughs> a special piece, uh, uh, this very uh, uh, expensive piece of art that is requested by a special group for a special party. So really? she is a lot of specials. <laughs> a lot of specials. Well, it's of course the group uh, from before, and they want this piece to be presented at their next um, gathering. So she is... sex cult. Yes, yes. Uh, I guess more. I'm more being more subtle, but that's... Sure. Yes, exactly what it is. So she is blindfolded and forced to show up in order to present this new piece. And when she's there, she runs into... Uh, Sandor, Sander, the, the Hungarian man, yeah. oh. is there. He's back. And back. Re- yep, he's back and recognizes her and then kind of tries to takes her aside in order to try to bring her into this night and try to win her over again. And it's kind of her uh, journey through the evening of what what all takes place and her, uh, you know, the temptation and everything. Um, yeah, so we kind of follow... A, a night with her is really more the idea this time where it was kind of a night with him before. Interesting. Okay. And... Uh, I guess the title is not great. Uh, eyes wide open.
0: Eyes wide open. Okay,
1: that's not bad. It's not bad
0: for the sequel, which I would, you yeah. know, assume would be titled something like that.
2: yeah, that's, yeah. That, okay, before all right. sunrise, before sunset. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before that's, midnight. That's
1: true. Yeah. So that's what we're eyes
0: not. wider shut. Uh, see, that's that's worse. That is that would be worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that would be worse. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I like that. I like the uh, coming back around of being tempted again by the Hungarian man and him being part of this Illuminati sex cult. Maybe delve into what's going on there a little bit, which we don't touch on at all in this film, really, right? Yeah, a little more
1: behind the scenes. Yeah.
0: Because, like, who's that prostitute? Why, how does she know he doesn't belong there? The one who's talking to him? Yeah, who says, like, get out before that's, it's doing. I think
1: that's Mandy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's to, Mandy. That's the one who oh, overdosed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same girl. Same girl. Oh. How many times
0: have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Twice. Once recently, and once in '99. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's because I think that's why he goes to the morgue too. Yeah, because he like that's her gotcha. he's able to recognize mm-hmm,
0: her. Mm-hmm. I think I knew that actually, but I
1: just
2: it's confusing because they're all redheads. They're all slightly redheads with blue eyes. That's the theme, like the Yes, and like his daughter.
0: Right. Right.
2: Yes. There's wow.
0: That's crazy. That's some Vertigo stuff mm-hmm. right there.
2: Yeah, in fact, that's very much compared. They compare Vertigo to this
0: movie. I, I, I can believe yeah. that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I have a revenge film if you're interested. Uh, so this movie is going to essentially start the same, with the same party scene. Uh, we see them both kind of flirting with other people. We don't have the overdose, o- overdose upstairs, though. Um, and time lapse cuts to now they're actually divorced. Uh, after Alice True admits <laughs> a- on cheating on him. Right. So they have the bedroom scene, I guess, as well. And she goes, oh, yeah. So instead of, I just imagined it, it's, I did it. And then it's, I guess then there's the time lapse. And then now they're divorced. And uh, Dr. Bill has just kind of gone crazy. He's just gone mm-hmm. off the deep end. Um, he has been attending these sex cult parties, as so do. he is now like a, a full-fledged <laughs> member. We don't really see any of the the first time or anything. He's just been going to them uh, with no consequence that we see in this movie. But it has seen the consequence that has come of it, of others. Mm-hmm. So some of the violence, uh, a lot, obviously, of the sex and depravity. Um, and he finally, but he's never gotten over Alice, uh, and he snaps one day. Um, probably by seeing, you know, someone at the sex party who he thinks is her. Um so, to get his revenge, he actually goes and finds the naval officer that seduced and cuckolded him with his wife, uh, and is planning to kill him, but then decides to try to woo this man's now wife before Ooh. doing so.
2: Hit him where it hurts. Exactly.
0: <laughs> he finds himself actually being legitimately romantically entangled with this person, Um Asks her to, like, run away with him, which she won't do. She won't leave her life and her kid and, and her oh. husband. Yeah. And, uh, obviously does not want to see her husband dead. So he's kind of faced with that decision before he snaps. And and then I don't know what happens. Ooh. You're going to have to tune in. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to t- go yep. buy a ticket. Um, yeah, maybe he kills himself. Maybe he tries to kill the naval officer. I feel like Nicole Kidman should come back and try to like denouement or something. I don't know. Okay. I haven't Show figured out the ending me. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show up, Nicole. Look yourself
2: in the mirror. I she
0: will not it. turn that down in any movie. Um, and the title is now Eyes of Desire. Oh,
2: okay.
0: A little pulpier. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nice.
0: Kind of a romance novel title, I mm. feel like. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Heather. Do you, Do you really have a costume drama for
2: us? Doesn't the title costume drama just want to put you to sleep? <laughs> anyway, this will put you to sleep. Um, all right. Okay. Takes place on the moors of England. So there's a, a peasant wife working in the field while her husband is elsewhere with the cattle. And she's, she's plucking grain and he is taking care of, rounding up the animals and all of a sudden up rides the king's men on the horses and they say mandatory urgent celebration of um, the blah, blah, blah's royalty. Come to the castle. I'm having a big party. I'm pulling you from your jobs now. Everyone is coming. I Follow me and you will be given a costume at the door of the castle. And everyone has to come from come as you are, and we will cloak you to celebrate this. Uh, what is it? The waxing and waning of the moon simultaneously. Yeah, um, cool. And so, it's a so, thirty-day celebration. <laughs> so the wife, the wife goes and, and and engages in this, and it's kind of like, "Wow, I've never been invited to one of these parties. This is wonderful. They've taken you know empathy on us, and they've invited all of us to come." She puts on her costume. And then um, you see her interact with the party. Everyone's in costume, and she stumbles across this handsome character who starts speaking to her, and and um, they have a nice little intrigue. Music's playing. Music's also very loud, so there's a lot of there's a lot of communication that's happening nonverbally. And so they dance for a while, and she's like, she's wondering, she's I hope my husband's not looking, but I'm having a great time, and I keep going, and so. <laughs> Uh, This gentleman persuades her to sneak into a little corridor and they have a liaison. And um, the sun comes up and the trumpet blasts and the king comes out and says, Thank you, everyone. We've celebrated the moon. You guys can all go back to your villages. And so mass quantities, everyone tired and kind of in a stupor and surprised that they were even invited in the first place, all walk back to their village together. And she can't find her husband and she's, She's like, okay, well, I hope he he was invited. I hope he was there. Um, She's like, I'm just going to go home. And she's feeling bad about her tryst. And she gets into the door and takes her costume off and changes and starts cooking something, you know, in hopes that she can butter up her husband and everything will be forgiven. And he walks in with the costume on as a stranger that she just had liaison with. And they didn't know, we are not Couldn't see that one coming.
0: I like that. Yeah, that's good. it's just
2: called Eyes Wide.
0: Eyes <laughs> Wide.
2: All right. right. All right.
0: You guys asleep yet? No, not at all. <laughs> I like the twist of the end. Yeah. I actually didn't see it
2: coming quite often.
0: No. It's a Jimmy Buffett twist. <laughs> Jimmy uh, Buffett? do you like pina coladas? Oh. Nice. Two people write one ad, not one ads, what are they called, like uh, singles ads, what are those called in the newspapers? Uh, classif- classif- Plan-
2: or class- oh, classified.
0: for like, yeah, for looking for relationships before they were dating apps, ah. and they both write them saying, Do you like pina oh, coladas right, right. getting caught Long in the rain? Yeah. They, they oh,
2: intend no. to cheat on
0: each other, no, and they end up finding each other, even oh, though they were yeah. both about to cheat you on like one another. Love
2: at midnight?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, they is... both liked all those things. I never put that together. Oh, that's what that song's about.
1: Never put that together.
2: What's that song called? The
0: Pina Colada song, something like that. That's yeah. the way I know I feel it. Like it's a, a something song. Who sings it? Jimmy Buffett.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Are you sure it's him?
0: Yeah. I gotta look that up. Cheeseburger in Paradise, Margaritaville, oh, I've been Pina to Colada concert. song. I
2: know. Oh, oh you've yeah. been to a beach? yes at Fenway Park. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's pretty
0: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. Ne- never never celebrated with the parrot heads myself.
2: Oh, that's right. Everyone was. They had their little foam things
0: on. They absolutely did. I would expect no
2: less.
1: And in between songs, Yankees suck. Well, Fenway Park. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) wow. It's funny that even during a concert, Uh, they find a way to talk shit on the Yankees. Uh, That's really funny, actually. Well, guys,
0: pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And as we do that, we move into our pessimistic end of the show, which is podcast regrets. Anything you regret saying or not? Being able to mention throughout the duration of this podcast,
2: yeah, a lot of stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, please. What do you
0: got, Heather?
2: Um, well, all the symbolism um, and the little like little Easter egg things, which I find I don't find him that. Um, it, things are not as hidden. I think they're pretty obvious, like the um, like Kubrick things. Yeah, I mean, obviously the color scheme. Um, did you happen to notice that the woman? Um, The woman in the hospital, the woman in the diner, and the woman in the Verona Cafe, Verona, Romeo and Juliet reference, you know, um, are all the same actress. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, also, there's, like, the conspiracy theories behind all this. Like, they think it's a parallel of the Illuminati, which is... Definitely Illuminati themes. Would Tom really take place in that? I don't know. If this was actually a
0: bell, yeah, yeah. That's... Um, that seems a little far reaching for me, especially because it it's like an older novel yeah. too, right? Yeah,
2: 1923. Yeah. Or yeah,
1: yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Brad, any podcast regrets for you? Uh, I mean, I do think it is interesting the with the billiard scene where Victor and Bill talk. Mm-hmm. I guess, and the more you have both talked about it, uh, it's certain I've talked with each of you about it. You both assume that like Nick is dead.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that they
1: killed that hooker as well. Yeah, or the uh, or no, the girl who overdoses, not the hooker.
0: Yeah, uh, Mandy's the hooker, or the girl who overdoses. Yes, Domino's, 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 Domino's the hooker yeah. who, who becomes HIV. yeah. Doctor. I
1: guess I wasn't, I wasn't as. Con- I mean, I think it's meant to be ambiguous, obviously, but I guess I wasn't as convinced that that's definitely what happens. Is that it's not just oh Nick yeah. is back home and she she was a drug addict and I. You even said that she might overdose. It's a whole so thing you think bruises and stuff? Yeah, he was seen
2: with bruises with yeah. two men. You think like,
0: he actually went home and she actually yeah. overdosed? I don't know. Someone I guess, settled
2: his tab. Yeah. You.
0: Did I, you, a lot of your pets from childhood go to a big farm upstate
1: too? No, <laughs> no. Well, I'm not that naive. I'm just yeah. Saying. Well,
0: Nick just went to Seattle to see his mom after.
1: Yeah, I guess, <laughs> come on. Bro. I, I guess it was just more ambiguous, more ambiguous than not certainty. But okay. Um, uh, but no. I it was just because right.
0: they could kill Mandy and Tom Cruise wouldn't care and could believe that she overdosed, but Nick, you can't kill Nick and think, make Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise Bill, uh, believe that
1: they didn't kill him. Well, I'm just saying, like, the Mandy thing, they actually have a decent cover for.
0: That's what I'm saying. Right,
1: and they, they have know no they cover have a co- for Nick.
0: Right, so that's why he's like, oh, you'll never see him again, he just went back to his mom's house in Seattle or whatever.
1: Right, well, did he say you'll never see him again? No, but I'm... That's my only point. Putting those words into the context. But either way, I just thought that was one way or another an interesting thing. Too. The other
2: thing about that scene, though, is the billiards. Um, what's his name? Sidney Pollock. Pollock bangs the balls in a very similar uh, manner as the priest does. The, the rod. Oh. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's mm. that. Before
0: each one of the ladies has to get up and choose a partner or whatever. Yeah. Do, yeah.
2: Part of the ritual. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. And you? Boy. No. Boy,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess I, I kind of want to get more into like the sex cult stuff and maybe some of those color things, too. Because uh, now that yeah. you said that, I remember that like he turns down the red cloak
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, from uh, Rage Shrbegia. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even
1: talk about the costume oh, so
2: We didn't. And oh. that's
0: the other thing. That's one of the scenes I definitely remember from seeing it, is oh. the Lili Sobieski oh. and two older Asian yeah. men. Yeah. In the costume shop after hours, and I was like, "What is going on
1: in this film?" Yeah. Especially too, even the second part when they like walk out, when she walks out, oh, and yeah, they yeah. walk out. That's obviously now this is like a business prostitution deal. kind of. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. man, yeah. that scene shook you know me. You need anything. Yeah, and I love Tom in that scene. Like Tom's reaction of just like, "Oh
2: god,
1: what the? You yeah. fuck? said you
0: were gonna call the police uh, last time."
1: Yeah, that scene's pretty great. Yeah, but yeah, the way I mean, fucked up as hell, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the way that this movie uh, exposes Bill to these very uncomfortable sexual uh, situations I right. think is really interesting. That he goes from, you know, this young girl kind of prostituting herself to having her father almost tore her out to the big sex party to this prostitute who... He almost gets with who's sweet as can be, prostitute with a heart of gold trope, mm. who ends up having AIDS, but then, like, he wants to go hook up with her uh, roommate,
2: and who then is like, No, no, no,
0: you have AIDS. Yeah, by the way, sorry
2: <laughs> but, damper the party. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I just think that's so interesting the way that it exposes him to all these different scenarios, but allows him to kind of, I mean, on the surface, skate by. Like, he doesn't get AIDS, he doesn't get killed.
1: Well, he doesn't really participate.
0: Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he learns the lessons the right. through the other people. Do
2: you know that the script had him actually remove his clothes? And it was shot. Ah. It was shot with him removing the clothes. And the extras, I'm sure have you heard the story? The yeah. extras were ordered that they would be fired on the spot if they looked as junk. Yeah. yep. What a like, caveat of those, rules. Because, I mean, it's. didn't you find it uncanny that... No men get naked. It's all women that are naked. No,
1: I mean I did. I especially mean, when they, I mean, him and Nicole have like this their sex scene early right? on. Yeah, you don't yeah. see anything you don't, of him. You just see
0: his bare chest. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You'd think you'd at least get like some Jon Snow butt or something.
2: So. Uh, no, yeah, you Job don't get any... is criticism yeah. of movies in general, it's just not equal. Hey, No, it's yeah. definitely not. You I and totally me both. Exploitive. Let's see some butt. Yeah. No. <laughs> ah, put some
0: more wieners on film. Yeah, right? I've been all for nudity quality in films. <laughs> I mean, this is a thing that I, uh, I mean, I, I think is ridiculous.
1: Well, I also, and I'm a little more, I don't even, prudish or whatever. I feel like, this is a movie where the nudity makes sense. There's, uh, there's plenty of movies where it's like you just don't need to be naked. Oh well, right. Yeah, of course, gratuitous. N- yeah, like why, what's the, like you could easily have this scene with no nudity.
0: Yeah. Right. But in a movie about sexuality,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, this yeah, movie exactly. it makes sense. But yeah, you should have totally some sense.
0: man asses or some uh, you know a yeah. dong or two some somewhere lean. in that. Some
1: ween. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Come on. Seen some Why well, just ask Doesn't have to be Tom
0: Cruise's. Guys, I got the points tallied. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, Brad, don't don't oh, two, oh boy. I'm I'm third place here. 15.2 points. I know, I know. I don't know. I did my best. Oh no. But, you know, sometimes your best ain't, ain't good enough. 15.2 points for me. Brad Davis, you had 16.5 points, which makes Heather our winner at 18.1 win?
2: points. The guests always win.
0: Not always. No. No. But wow. you did today.
2: Thank you. Well,
0: you, I I mean, I
1: think you undersold
0: you guys your. Are the
2: experts here. Oh, uh,
1: I mean, I you got a lot of points for me for the impression. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the impression was definitely pretty top notch. And
0: <laughs> I gave you an extra point for the twist at the end of your milking it. Oh, oh great. thank you. You undersold it with a sleepy genre.
2: Believe
0: me,
1: I I'm you. telling you, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Congratulations, Heather. Woo! And Heather, it's been so wonderful having you on thanks the podcast. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Uh, anything you'd like to uh, let people know? Uh, internet presence uh, that you'd like uh, anyone to know about or anything?
2: I'm a poet. You can get my poetry book online if you'd like. It's called Feral Black Sheep. It's uh, on Amazon and it's on Blurb.
0: Awesome. Yeah, definitely. We'll put a link to that. Oh, That's cool. phenomenal. Thank I didn't you. know you were a poet. Ah. It's great.
2: I'm a writer. Terrific. Uh. Like I say, sure. I'm a writer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a writer <laughs> self-deprecating writer <laughs> yeah. well kind of, yeah I was going to say isn't that yeah. a little redundant yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much this is great yeah, oh a pleasure
0: right? I, you know, I'm seriously so happy to revisit this film especially as at the end of last year, I've I've made a proclamation that I think I'm gonna. When I write a film book, it's going to be comparing Stanley Kubrick to Paul Thomas Anderson, and trying to do a one to one comparison of their movies. Nice. So is this Phantom Thread? Maybe I don't know.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Obsession. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Maybe
0: a little Barry Lyndon. Maybe some Lolita. I don't know. I don't know. Wait for the book, folks. Wait for the book. <laughs> Brad Davis. Yes, thank you as always, my friend. A
1: pleasure. Uh, at BD, always GP on Twitter and Instagram. That's pretty much it. And that's
0: pretty much it. Uh, same for me. You know, uh, I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media platforms. That's Chris with an O. Where the I should be at High on Films, the show. Wherever you'd like to find us, go ahead and leave us a review or a couple of stars on Apple Podcasts. And um, yeah, don't forget to tune in next week, where we're going to have a new guest and a new movie. And, boy, we are just barreling towards Oscar season, too. Well, we're in Oscar season. But barreling towards our Oscar episodes. Those are only a few away. That's true. Yeah. Back to back. Back to back. So, please keep tuned in for those, because those are always a great, great time. And other than that, guys, I think that's the show.
2: did you happen to fuck them? (laughs) (laughs) Did you
0: happen to fuck them?
2: All
0: right, had to get that in. No, yeah. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy we dee- love you. Happy DD. Goodbye.